0: And welcome to Dialogue with State Senator Paul LaVota. This is State Senator Paul LaVota of Missouri's 11th Senatorial District. And you're joining us for the Dialogue Program. Uh, The Dialogue Program is the program we talk about Missouri government, uh, politics, and everything else. And we're glad you're joining us. This is a a program we get to do every week and get you up to date on what's going on uh, throughout the state when it comes to politics. And boy, oh boy, are things happening Really? Boy, oh boy. But I also would uh as I always like to do, I'd like to welcome um the Independence Mayor Pro Tem, the of the City of Independence. Let me try that again. The Mayor Pro Tem of the City of Independence, the Honorable Chris Whiting. Welcome huh. to the show, Chris. My goodness, I'm I'm overwhelmed and overcome. Thank you so much. It's good to
1: be here. As it is every week, or at least every week I can attend and uh I'm just I'm probably more excited about this week than most.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. We've got a lot to talk about. And I know why you're excited. You, you do? haven't said it. Okay. But I know why. Because this marks the return of Courtney Colton. You know program. what?
1: I feel like the dream team is back wow. together. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Welcome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be here. Thank you.
0: Well, we, uh, You've been missed. Thanks. And uh, your expertise as the uh, executive director of the Missouri Democratic Senate Project mm-hmm. and uh, Mo Political. Mo political. Mo, mo political. Yeah. And all the my other own
2: little take off of whatever I want to do with Mo it.
0: political, mo problems.
1: <laughs> That's what that I is, say. That
2: is true. <laughs> oh, that'd
1: be a good huh.
2: tagline. Good yeah.
1: That's what I do. I'm all a marketer. Right. I like you it. You are awesome. I'm an idea man. Do I have
2: to pay you for that now?
1: now. Okay. No, no. Wow. Yeah. Not now, you can pay me later.
0: <laughs> so uh let's uh like we always do, get into the news now the weekly news roundup brought to you by the good folks at liberty realty
1: here's chris whiting thank you very much this is your weekly news roundup brought to you by those good folks at liberty realty speaker bands country club committee hearings one day after embarrassing near, 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 television near, 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 near. footage, what <laughs> aired of Republican lawmakers schmusing with lobbyists at Jefferson at the Jefferson City Country Club at what officially was a public hearing of the House Telecommunications Committee, House Speaker John Deal on January 28th instituted an immediate ban on committees meeting outside of the Capitol. The so-called hearing, which <laughs> Democratic committee members chose not to attend due to its unseemly nature was in reality an expensive dinner paid for the Missouri paid for by the Missouri Telecommunications Association which represents companies with businesses pending before the committee by labeling the dinner an official committee hearing under state law the cost of the dinner will not show up on the ethics reports of uh, the individual lawmakers who attended and instead be attributed to the group of course according to the St. Louis Post Dispatch deal a republican from town and country told a St. Louis radio station last summer that he would ban the practice of allowing committee hearings to be held at restaurants. But Deal equivocated when asked about the subject last week, saying, It's something we've always done. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. A country club hearing of the House <laughs> Utility <laughs> Infrastructure Committee scheduled for January 28th was canceled after Deal issued his directive. That event was to be paid for by the Missouri Energy Development Association. No House Democrats had planned to attend.
0: Is that Rich Little over there? Because your invitation. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up with, with my <laughs> reading. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. <laughs> exactly That's
2: exactly how, how he sounded.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, One of the, the major topics in Jefferson City is ethics reform this year. Um, in Missouri, you can give uh, unlimited gifts from lobbyists, but also unlimited campaign contributions. And uh, the reason the majority has gone that way is because they say you can. Um, it's transparent and you can record all of those. Oh, really? Until you do a committee hearing at a, at a country club? I mean, this isn't just a group of legislators getting together and having someone buy their dinner, mm-hmm. okay? Which I know some people think are terrible. I don't think it's that bad, whatever. But this is a, an official committee hearing mm-hmm. where they're doing this. And are committee just, hearings open meetings yes okay so under hearings. the sunshine law anybody could attend that's right this. that's right the public can attend there Wow you know the public usually has more sense to spend their evening at the house <laughs> utility <laughs> infrastructure <committee, laughs> and I understand that but it, it is it's it's a practice to try to hide mm-hmm. and and if they're so ho- open to the transparency idea then why hide
3: it-hmm
0: have your committee hearing do your business and then go to the dinner and put it on your report. Let the let the world know that you um, are at a dinner. Mm-hmm. That's very brazen. Yeah.
2: Well, and then you know to hear the menu too was just like
0: mm, what was on the menu. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but you mm, know it was just. Good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it I was an expensive that. dinner. That's what I mean. And it's just almost as if they're treating themselves like royalty, you mm-hmm. know, and have no disregard, like as if it's. Nothing wrong here. This is, and that's what Speaker Deal said too. Is that this is normal practice? This yeah, is something it, they have been doing. It's, it's
0: normal practice, um, and you shouldn't have an official hearing.
2: Right. It should be really, in the Capitol.
0: Well, it should be in the Capitol because <laughs> that's a people's house where people can show up. Yeah, number absolutely, one.
2: and feel comfortable. doing And number so.
0: t- number two, um, you know, it just it just goes over the line. So I'm glad the speaker only because we that.
2: only because he got public outcry. So That's the only yeah, reason it happened. Sounds
0: like he got caught with his pants down That's exactly what well, happened. Yeah. He still changed the policy. So.
1: Well, the, okay.
2: Which needed okay. to happen. So yeah. good.
1: Yep. Very good. Yeah. Moving on, Senate rejects pay hikes for elected officials and judges. The Senate on January 29th voted 31 to 3 to pass a resolution rejecting pay raises for lawmakers, statewide elected officials, and judges that had been recommended by the, the State Salary Commission. Under the Missouri Constitution, the commission's recommendations would have automatically taken effect on February 1st if lawmakers hadn't rejected them. The House of Representatives approved the rejection resolution, HCR 4, on January 20th by a vote of 133 to 15 with 10 abstaining. The Salary Commission is an independent panel that meets every two years to set pay levels for lawmakers, elected officials, and judges. Its latest report called for state senators and representatives to receive a $2,000 raise with the start of the 2016 fiscal year on July 1 and another $2,000 raise in fiscal year 2017. Legislative pay would have gone from the current level of $35,915 a year to $39,915 once both increases were implemented. The governor, attorney general, secretary of state, state auditor, and state treasurer each would have received 8% pay raises from in fiscal year 2016 and additional 8% pay raises in fiscal year 2017. The lieutenant governor would have gotten a $4,757 increase in fiscal year 2016 and another $4,757 bump in fiscal year 2017. State judges who receive substantial pay hikes raising from $17,000 a year for associate circuit judges to 21000 a year for Supreme Court judges would have gotten 1% raises in fiscal year 2016 with an additional undetermined increase
0: possible in fiscal year 2017. So that's the background of why the, your elected representatives will not get a pay raise. But I got to tell you, as I sat in the Senate chamber in the last two days. I've never been more frustrated and upset with the, with the proceedings. Our Capitol and this whole thing is a farce. It's a complete farce. And what I like to do on this program is try to look at both sides of the issue and try not to uh, criticize one side or the other. I'm gonna, I want to try to describe this to you a little bit by criticizing everybody. Every single person involved in this, wow. it's a joke. Wow. It's an absolute joke. So the way it's set up is that we don't have enough responsibility to look at should we should uh, elected representatives be paid fairly. We have to have a commission, and the commission has to do it, okay? Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid that we uh, look at the taxpayers' money and decide this stuff. So okay, the stuff. Okay, so that uh-huh. gives you a little distance right. from yeah. actually being responsible. And, the, and the, then the commission will... Um, Make a recommendation. And if nothing happens, it gets passed. Okay? If nothing happens, keep that in mind, the raise goes into effect.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, the go-getters in the House, they know it has to go to the Senate. So they quickly pass it. So they can walk around and say, we rejected our our pay raises. Look at us. We rejected our pay raises. It's the Senate's fault. No matter what happens, it's the Senate's fault. Mm -hmm. Well, it came to the Senate. By the way, another thing. It goes into effect if we didn't get it done the exact day we got it done. All right, which is as of as of right There's now. There's a it's, quick turnaround. It's on the 28th. It. Mm-hmm. Today's a, today's oh, the 28th as wow. we're recording this. Or I'm sorry, the 29th, and that's when they did. If it wasn't done by the 29th, then, then the, it would go into effect. It would it effect. automatically. Okay. Takes effect. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we wait, and it goes finally goes to committee, the rules committee that I'm on, on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then you can put it on the calendar, and at that point, um. The the word was it wasn't even going to be brought up, even though we rejected it in committee. Okay, oh, okay. Wow. So so if you
1: reject it in committee, but then it's not brought up on the floor, pay raise. Okay, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, there was one. There's one senator, uh, uh, Rob Shoff, out of St. Louis, who is absolutely against the pay raise. So St. Joe,
2: you mean? Uh, what did I say? Uh, St. Louis, but Sa- it's I'm Joe. sorry,
0: St. Joe. Yes, you got me. I'm all worked up here. Okay. So he is completely against the idea. Mm -hmm. So he brings up the resolution yesterday or on on the 28th. So that you can vote. So we can vote. Uh If we vote yes, that means we do not get a pay raise. If we vote no, we get a pay raise. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, his argument is this. Why are we getting a pay raise to – and our state workers are the 50th paid? It doesn't make sense when you look at a tough budget mm-hmm. and we don't have enough money to um, give salary increases to state employees that we would take a, a increase. And in.
1: last I checked, there were only 50 states in the union, so that would put us
0: dead last. That's right. All right.
2: You know what? This is, may be, and it might need to go on record, the first time I've ever agreed with Rob right. Shaw.
0: Well, let's let's hold on to, to that. Okay. Because he's, oh. he's part of this farce as well. I was going to say, oh, okay. wow. Not done anything. To so help when he's, so many layers. So, well, let let, let me explain part of that now. We have the lowest paid state workers because this majority, the Republican Party, has continually wanted to have bad tax policy, Mm to not pay for state workers. Mm -hmm. They have continually uh, uh, devalued our state workers, devalued government, Mm -hmm. and said, oh, we don't really need to pay them very much. So every opportunity that we have to give them pay raises, they have stopped. Okay, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Keep that right. in mind. Okay. Here comes another player in the farce. Our Governor Jay Nixon, in his state of the state, again says, I got rid of 4,000 state employees. His recommendations for um, a pay raise last year was very limited to 3%, and this year is zero. Hmm. So
2: So he's not doing anything to help He's either. not doing
0: anything <sighs> either. But now, all of a sudden, people care. Yeah. People care that the oh the right. state workers are fiftieth and it's not fair. Yeah. Okay? So the resolution's up. Senator Jason Holzman of, of Kansas City mm-hmm. begins to talk about how much we need a pay raise. Weird. Because we, we, ha- we the state employees or we the legislators? We the legislature. Oh my goodness. Okay. Right. Because first of all, the commission was set up to not to play politics with it, and now people are playing politics with it. Welcome to Jefferson City. That's what people do, and it's tax dollars. That if he um, he's been offered lots of six figure jobs, but he's decided to stay there. But it makes it hard to get good quality people in the Senate unless we have a pay raise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, himself and uh, Senator Maria chappelle and Nadal sat there for an hour and a half talking about how they really need a pay raise. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. Can I? It, Okay. Yes. So he's been offered many six figure jobs. Yes. But if the salary were to go from thirty five thousand a year to thirty nine thousand dollars a year, then it would make it easier Right, to and we'd have such, a, such more highly <laughs> oh, okay. Such more highly qualified
0: make... people. Gotcha. And you know, thirty nine thousand dollars a year doesn't even buy you thirty five thousand dollars a year. You know what <laughs> <Right>. I mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, but you know but it wasn't about him. It was about philosophically that we need the raise. So Sandra Schaff, well, philosophically we're fiftieth for state workers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, And guess what? They probably need a raise too, philosophically. Well, they go on, (laughs) they go on and on to talk and filibuster, filibuster a pay raise for us. So the floor leader, uh, um, Senator Ron Richards, pulls it, pulls it back. So we're done with it.
3: Mm -hmm. So
0: you get a raise. So we think, So the next day, (laughs) here comes an opportunity. Senator Schaff stands up. Oh boy! And says, "I want to. I want to vote on this. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm willing to call the previous question. The previous question is where you shut down debate in. It's a procedure to shut down debate in the Senate. Very rarely used. Mm. Very rarely used because um, part of the Senate's decorum is open, and you get to filibuster and Mm -hmm. that influence. Okay." So he says, "I'm going to sit here for an hour, and people can sign. I need five people to sign that I can do a PQ motion, hmm. previous okay. question. Mm-hmm. So here comes Senator Emery, here comes Senator Kehoe, here comes Senator uh, Schaefer, and here comes I'm missing one other person. I won't know who, who, who did it, is. it. Um, oh, uh, Riddle, Senator, okay. Senator Riddle, they all sign. So he, um. Says he's going to do a PQ, but then stands at ease and tries to make a a, um, a deal so we don't have to go to that extreme measure. Okay. Let me go back to Rob Schaaf. Okay. Rob Schaaf is the reason we do not have Medicaid expansion. Mm-hmm. He has filibustered, and heaven forbid we do a procedure to stop his voice,
3: mm-hmm.
0: where we lose $2.2 billion a year from our federal money to come back to the state to benefit uh, lots of workers and in our state, um, healthcare um, uh, industry and 300,000 people will get healthcare. But now he, all of a sudden he's worried that how heaven forbid that we get a raise. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's just
2: political posturing. Right? Right.
0: So this causes um, lots of. Energy and uh, trouble mm-hmm. in the Senate because the floor leader thought he was done with it, but now this is happening again and all this <laughs> stuff is going on. Oh, wow. So then we stand at ease and they're they're negotiating and everything else. Um, uh, senator Schaaf inquires Senator Kehoe, who is the senator from the Cole County area, has the most state employees. He says, I can't go to the grocery store without getting beat up about this because my state employees good um, don't do it. So I want to call a previous question to have a vote. Mm-hmm. OK, now like keep it. in mind, there's also a whole bunch of other Republicans who are like, this is inappropriate. We shouldn't close the debate for this. This is the Senate decorum. Mm-hmm. These are the same people who did it when it came to putting the finger down on women yeah, last year. That's right. They that had no problem doing it this year. Of wow. course. Of course. OK. Yeah.
2: Thank you for reminding so, us
0: of that. The deal happened. Senator Schaff, or, or uh, Senator Holzman and, and Chappelle Nadal said they wouldn't filibuster anymore. Senator Schaff didn't do the PQ motion. We voted on it. The vote was <laughs> 31 yes, 3 no. Okay? Mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned where I am on this. I know. I've been waiting with bated breath. I'm completely against a pay raise when we can't pay our workers. When, Thank we, you. When, when, we have, when we have the inability in tax policy to pay for everything else. And then a sham of a thing where it comes through and we don't even have the responsibility. I'm completely against it. Mm-hmm. Now so I'm agreeing with Schaaf. I'm like, let's vote right. on this. I wanna I wanna reject this. Yeah. It sends the wrong message. It sends the same bad message that having dinner at the country club does. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank I mean you. It, and and this whole idea that people are like, well, you know, we can get better people. I am so proud that I get to serve the people of 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 my district. And I knew how much the money was. And I and I Believe that it, it is a it is. I don't even want to call it a sacrifice, but it's energy. But I love it, and I'm so proud to do it. And the times I'm not with my family and everything, I know I'm doing a greater good, and I'm so proud to serve the area. I, I never look at it as like, oh, this is so terrible, I could make more money someplace else. Yeah, like a job. I don't think of it that way. Right. I think of mm-hmm. it this is a mission in life, and service is important. Yeah, this is important to me.
2: You would be doing, and I want it other people doing Getting paid it. right. because it's what you yes. wanted to do. Yes, yeah. I
0: want other people to feel the same way. Right. So, so the pay, I, I need to pay, right? <laughs> sure. I got Everybody needs to pay. I get it. Yeah. But this is not. This is not it. This four thousand dollars is not worth the people of Missouri not engaging in there, and, and again another black mark on our capital. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. So, hmm. thirty-one to three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add more to the farce. Whoa. The three people who voted no were Senator Chappelle Nadal. Mm -hmm. Now, kudos to her. I think she's wrong on this side. She filibustered and voted no. Mm -hmm. Senator Curls. She voted no. She thinks that we should get a pay raise. Mm -hmm. Senator Joe Kevney, who is the Democratic leader... Okay. And there was and there's news stories saying Democrats killed the pay raise. Yeah, it does say that. Or, or or wanted a pay raise. Right. Oh, wow. And he votes against us. Those are three. Did you notice who I didn't say? Holzman right. was not mentioned. Senator Holzman voted yes. He he led a filibuster wow. to get a pay raise, and then when the vote came up, he voted yes. Wow. So let me make sure, because I know. Well, I don't think anyone listens to this, okay? Let me just say it. But I think people may listen. So I'm saying that I do not like the actions of Governor Nixon, the, the, the House, the leadership in the Senate, the leadership <laughs> in, the, in the minority party, these senators that I mentioned. Wow. Because it's a farce. It, it was a complete farce. All of a sudden, one senator cares about, oh, uh, we can't have this terrible pay raise and could care less about uh, people's health care. Another one wants mm-hmm. a pay raise and then switch. Yeah, and all the other all the other political games are going on, and it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, what a sordid tale! And let me say you've been passionate on this program about many things.
0: Mm-hmm. Your
1: passion was perhaps more palpable about well, this than I, anything I've ever heard you talk I, about.
0: I, I feel Agreed. I feel like I, I was just looking around, like what's going on here? Wow. I have a feeling this may go out, and people will hear this and get mad at me, but we have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to respect the Senate rules, mm-hmm. but we have to be consistent. And I, I am just flabbergasted that we continue to fight over these things, use our procedures, and not really focus on what we should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And this is, I'm telling you, as a guy who's been down there for 11 years, you think after 11 years I, I could have thought, okay, I see I see what Jeff City thinks over what Home thinks, but it just doesn't make sense. That's
1: one of the most striking things to me. You've been down there 11 years and this is the thing that has your your blood boiling as much or more than anything you've seen in all of your time. Well,
0: it's, be, it's because it just, I mean, it's just so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. So wow. what's the next story? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I don't
1: know if it will be as <laughs> exciting as the last one, but let's yeah. move on and see about... Coster drops some cities from lawsuit, adds others. Well,
0: let me tell you about. No. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: Attorney General Chris Coster on January 22nd dismissed legal action against six of the 13 North St. Louis County municipalities he sued in December for allegedly receiving excess revenue from traffic fines in violation of state law. However, Coster also added four other municipalities to the lawsuit. Missouri law prohibits municipalities from deriving more than 30 percent of their annual budgets from traffic fines. Under the law, fine revenue in excess of the cap is supposed to be turned over to the state school fund. However, the law has largely gone unenforced. Coster said Beverly Hills, Breckenridge Hills, Crystal Lake Park, McKenzie, Pagendale, and Pasadena Park all had had all come into compliance with the law, so he dropped them from the lawsuit. Added to the case are Calverton Park, Hanley Hills, Kenlock and Velda City. Remaining defendants from the original suit are, wow, Reeve Acres, Hillsdale, Moline Acres, Normandy, Uplands Park, Velda Village Hills, and
0: Vinta Terrace. So most of those are in St. Louis County. And who comes up with those names of those cities? Yeah. I don't and know. well, they're, e- they're really small s- s- municipalities that are in St. Louis um, uh, County, and and they rely on um, the money from these traffic fines. Sure. to help run their city. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to follow the law. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons they're forced to do that is because we have bad tax policy at the uh, state, We ha- um, and we argue over ridiculous things, and we don't figure out a way to pay for the things that are important to people in Missouri, and they're forced to do this stuff. So mm-hmm. the, this is one of the things that uh, it is believed that as these courts become um, very aggressive, and law enforcement does, it begins to harass People, Mm -hmm. they feel frustrated. Mm -hmm. They feel like they're second-class citizens, Mm -hmm. and then uh, the harassment leads to confrontations. Confrontations lead to death. Death, unnecessary death, leads to protest, and on and on and on. Would you be offended if I commend you for a second? Probably.
1: Okay. At the beginning of this, this is a force. This this (laughs) season, I guess, of dialogue. Mm -hmm. You said that you were going to harp on. Uh, bad tax policy. Mm-hmm. And I must commend you. You continue to bring it up and show the various and sundry ways in which it affects <laughs> every aspect of those of us who are citizens of this state.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, like, I like I've like i said before, I think we don't tie things together enough for folks. And, yeah. and, and I want to try to be a voice that does that. Well, so.
1: as much as I, I hate to commend you, you've done a heck of a job well. with it thus far. <laughs> well... Back at you. All right. And finally, (laughs) I don't know why. MoDOT Conservation spent $376,000 flying officials. The State Departments of Transportation and Conservation spent a combined $376,000 during the 2012 and 2013 fiscal years on flights for members of their governing commissions to attend meetings and conduct other official business, according to a report issued January 26th by State Auditor Thomas Schweitsch. While there are numerous state boards and agencies, Schweitz said members of the State Highways and Transportation transportation Commission and Missouri Conservation Commission are the only ones who provided flights at taxpayer expense. Schweitz's office estimates the Transportation and Conservation Departments could have saved $294,000 during the two-year period covered by the audit by providing commissioners mileage reimbursement instead of plane travel. In response, the department said providing flights significantly cuts down on travel time and many commissioners would not have the time to serve if they had to drive to the meetings and other official events.
0: <laughs> again, you know, money that shouldn't be, could be spent someplace else, we're fighting over scraps because overall our pol- policy is um, not that good. You just did it again. I sure did. Wow.
2: Yeah, he's good.
1: Yeah, you keep circling back around. Yeah. I sure do. You're the tieback king. Holy cow. You're the Louis C.K. of state senators, my friend. Yeah.
2: Wow, that's a compliment.
1: I mean it. So that, my friends, is your <laughs> weekly news roundup, brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty.
0: Thank you, Chris. That's my pleasure. That was a great news report that I somehow got in the middle of. No, you, yay, that. that's what it's all about. It I, is. I, I, I it. guess maybe the only thought I have is my after my rant is that um, people should know. That's the purpose of... of of this is to inform some of those things that are going on some of the Mm -hmm. frustrations that we have sure so um what's going on in independence though well
1: i'd be happy to tell you that i attended a very exciting and cool event yesterday for the city and for employees of the city of independence and it was oh i totally forgot about my intro song it's your theme song okay oh it's not even my intro it's my theme
2: here.
1: Can you hear that, Courtney?
2: Is I supposed to have a theme song?
0: <laughs> this is your song sheet. Go ahead and sing along.
2: Oh, it is a song sheet? Yeah. Where you spend a day,
0: a Go ahead. I'm not talking until you sing. What?
2: I've never heard the song before. You're making me sing. Listen. listen. It's a great day in
1: Independence. Uh, go ahead. It's not that complicated.
2: America's, America's hometown. See,
3: home. right, so you're another, doing
1: it. That's, that's great. That. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's always a great day in Independence. <sighs> Courtney, thank you for
0: singing along. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Thanks for putting me on the spot, next time,
0: And next time that you're in Independence, I'm going to need you to sing that song. And
2: so I need to take this with me and memorize it? Yes.
0: Yeah, well, that's Can your you show. Just send me, me the sheet. sound
2: file.
1: Right. So, I had a, an exciting event yesterday. We had the... Um, a preview and tour of the new health and wellness center for city employees. Oh yeah. And this is a cost cutting measure that, that we've brought in in the city and, and kudos to city staff on the stay well committee who brought this into reality. They've been working on it for two years. Yesterday we got to cut the ribbon and take a look at the clinic. It's beautiful. It it's a great facility. I think that our city employees are going to love going there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a benefit to them and their families they're going to be able to get in quicker than to a regular doctor's office. It's going to be much cheaper than going to an emergency room or to an urgent care. And it saves the city a lot of money on health care, which is so important right now. You mentioned you know, Medicaid expansion and the lack of funding that's really ours in this state that doesn't right. come back to us. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to find ways at the city level to save money on health care. And this is... Right. One way we've done it—it's going to open up in the first part of February, and if you're on the uh, the highest uh, deductible plan, it's no cost to you and your family Great. to go to this clinic, and it saves the city hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wonderful. Yeah. So it it, it was a big effort by city employees, city staff, by city administrators, and then as the council, it, it took our our Blessing and oversight throughout to make this happen, and I couldn't be more proud of the people that worked on it. So very good. That's exciting, and as a person who is now on City Healthcare, I'm excited that that resource is available for me and my children. Yeah, great. So, so that was pretty cool. A um, couple of other things that are are coming up: um, the State of the City address will be on February 18th.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: and this is kind of exciting. I got an email today from our public information officer and Mayor Weir, in her wisdom, has decided to, along with her address, include a video of mm-hmm. each of the council members, where we get to talk about issues that are near and dear to our heart. Oh, good. So in the past, you may it, wanna,
0: I would stick to radio with you.
1: Well, <laughs> okay, video may not be my strong so, Right, okay. Yeah, but.
0: Um, yeah, it actually is, but yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I don't, we'll see. but So I was excited and um, I've only got like 45 seconds to do this segment.
3: Oh wow! So, uh,
1: so I've got to decide and, and I'm working on that now. I just saw the email before I came in today, but it's pretty exciting and I think innovative and outside of the box thinking mm-hmm. on the part of the mayor to include the council on that. So tip of the cap to uh, Mayor Weir. She's She's doing a great job and she, she looks at doing things differently and I I don't know, at some point I think it'd be great if we got her on this program. Um actually What?
2: Actually
0: What? I've got some news. Excellent. What? Breaking news? Breaking okay. news.
2: So today
0: What wait, you have breaking news, you say? Wait,
2: I have some Do you have
0: <laughs> breaking I mean when you news. say breaking news you mean like breaking news, right? As in the yeah. news is broken. Ew, it smells like somebody just broke news. <laughs> Here, here's Courtney Cole with breaking news.
2: Thank you. Today, I actually confirmed reservation for Mayor Independence Mayor Eileen Weir, to be on our next town hall dialogue town hall. Yeah! The, <laughs>
1: yes! Yes!
2: Yes! Yes! On Thursday, February nineteenth. you mean ni- by 19th. On town
0: hall. <laughs> You're the one invited. <laughs> So, so when we do this, we do a, a, we do this podcast every week, and then one week out of the month so far, we do this where we invite somebody to come, and we video record it, and audio record it, and our next guest is the mayor. Is the mayor. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, so I, thanks I, for, that for that introduction yeah. of all
2: the great things she's doing, because it'll be exciting to have her on our program.
0: Now, yeah. Everything went real well last time, because you weren't there, Chris. Oh, I right. Mean, I mean... <laughs> And you weren't there, Chris? Are you able to be be there? I will be there, yes. I can't wait. I bet you have some tough questions for the mayor. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: rake her over the coals. Oh, I, boy. Yeah, I want in on that one. Let me yeah. say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you're the
1: one so, that. Wanted... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else uh, you got going on? Chris? Uh, a couple other things. I've been invited by the Kiwanis Club of Independence to deliver a keynote at their next regular meeting, so I'm excited. Well, I guess you're to do that. that. Well, well, that's you know, cool. I like the Kiwanis. They only want me to talk for like 20 minutes about some exciting things happening in the good. city. So that'll yeah. be fun. That's good. A couple other things. Uh, this. Saturday night, I will be at the Chamber Gala or Gala. I don't know. Which way do you say that? No, either way. Okay. Really? Anyway, uh, the, was... the, the, the Independence Chamber of Commerce. What? What? Breaking
0: news? Yeah. What? Breaking news? Yeah. I will be joining you at the Independence Chamber dinner. Holy. Wow.
1: That's fantastic news. Yay! Yay! Well, that's good.
2: Great. You'll have a buddy.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. And I, do, I give a sweet, icy... Independence Chamber about that, so I'm glad you're going to be with me there.
0: You're the one talking I see. <laughs> and
1: then also uh, the the next Saturday night, the Rotary Club has invited uh, the entire. They're they're having an inaugural kind of. Uh, I don't know what you. Would, I guess a gala. It's it's some kind of a celebration similar to Mardi Gras, and, and we get to march through and be royalty and. Oh, fun. Yeah, it should be a fun time. And when when is it? It's uh, February 6th? What's that Saturday? You get to be royalty? Oh, it's a Saturday, too. Yeah, it's a Saturday. They'll call
2: you King Whiting?
1: Sir. Oh. I'm not king. The king's going to be former Mayor Don Rymel, and... Yes, and I
2: can picture him as a king. I can
1: yeah, totally you know? see him as a king. Yes. Are you gonna
2: wear like a robe and
1: I've gotta work on my outfit. I've never been royalty. Let's before. send you
2: in the armor. So you know, you'll oh, be like a fighter.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I will come wearing protection and I will be ready to march through the uh the rotaries gallon there. They're raising money for their charity. They're hoping to raise $300,000 through this event. So they do a lot of good work in Independence, and I'm just excited that, that they asked us to be part of it. And then uh, the latest thing, our city clerk is retiring at Aww. the end of January, mm. so we should oh, have a new goodness! city clerk. come on hazy hey, taking office and um, that... You know, it's Jane's been a stalwart and good for us, but it'll be interesting to have some new Did blood you say in that her position.
0: Full name, like, Jane Sharon. That's Clerk Jane Sharon. Oh, uh, City yeah. Clerk <laughs>
1: Jane, City Clerk, comma Jane Sharon.
2: There's no comma needed. Oh, there's not. Nope. You just capitalized the both of the titles. Seriously,
1: I thought you'd have the title, mm-hmm. then a comma, then the name.
2: No, if you have the name and then you do comma the title and then another comma and. can Continue or if so. If I were to before, say
1: Jane Sharon, comma city clerk, comma will be retiring at the end correct. of January. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. But
2: then if you have city clerk and whatever her name is, sorry, you just said it and I didn't.
1: Uh Jane Sharon. Oh,
2: Jane Sharon. Okay. She's got two first names. Yeah. So then city and clerk would be capitalized because it's part of her
1: title. Okay. Well, that's the latest going oh, on show, in the city. Show a little respect. And I've learned something today, so I it's do. not been a wasted day. All right. So thanks, Courtney. Hey,
2: you're welcome. Anytime.
0: So there you go. That's all I got good deal Courtney you're you're back I'm
2: well, back I'm glad you're yes here. thank you what's going on with you uh, lots of exciting things um, you know it's the beginning of the year and here we're at the beginning of another election cycle and so I'm having tons of meetings with um, people uh, here in the Kansas City area and also um, went down to Jefferson City yesterday had excellent meetings at the Capitol um, all of the meetings that I had with the legislators were uh, great success um, with some of the projects that I'm working on. And then um, also had a meeting with the Missouri Democratic Party and uh, our team there. And I tell you, we, we've we got some plans, you know, for the 2016 election. And we've got a great team.
0: Do they involve and, getting anyone elected? Or?
2: Um, <laughs> Yeah, those are our efforts, you know. Okay. Yes, how um, many more
1: seats do you guys plan to
0: lose?
2: Right. Well, it's funny because we've got members jumping ship. <laughs> just,
0: just keep doing the same thing, man. It'll no. work. I'm telling you, it'll work.
2: No, we're changing it up. we oh, okay. You know, we're... In the past, I would say, you know, our party um, structure and fundraising has been separate from one another. We've always had the the House um, kind of doing their own separate thing, the Senate, and then the party. So we've we've had three arms out there um, making these efforts, and it doesn't make sense for us to do that. We're combining our efforts. We're becoming one team. um, You know, under Chairman Roy Temple, I think that he's done a fantastic job of choosing leaders to – uh, work within the party and we all re- work really well together and I'm excited about what we have going on. So that's taken up a lot of my time and just um, preparing plans for the senators and getting that underway. Um, and I'm looking forward to all of that. We've got uh, your uh, your campaign has a lot of great things happening with dialogue town halls and you've got other well, events that you're that's attending. Well,
0: not really a campaign thing.
2: And uh, no, it's not. No, it's yeah. not. But, you know, I'm still trying well.
0: to... Train.
1: Well, I still help to, with that, that because campaigns I'm and stuff.
2: Part of dialogue and so just in getting she those things in order. Me. And I yeah. see that that this show is growing and I want to continue that if I can as hey, we move
0: forward. what we need to do for everyone who listens to this, mm-hmm. okay? I want you to do something that you guys. That's oh, okay. that's uh, it's, it's, it's Twitter and mention and all kinds of stuff. Let's get this around. Okay. You know what? Let's do this. Let's go old school on this one. Oh, boy. There is, a, there is a political podcast um, that St. Louis Public Radio does that- um, Politically Speaking. Called Politically Speaking, yes. And it's hosted by some um, some reporters, capital reporters. Mm-hmm. So they have a guest every week and they give some of the insight that's going on. We're going old school radio war on them. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, we'll so oh. we're going after them, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Because here's the thing: you listen to them, you get some insight from what reporters are asking. Dialogue, you get a little more of a dialogue, more inner what's right. going on, and so um, they are throughout the challenge. Politically
1: speaking, more like politically stinking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we could do juvenile things, and like and I've just started. Yeah, right. Oh boy, and in an attempt that they'll mention us, and you know, it's all, uh huh. You know, it's all uh, WWE type stuff yeah okay oh yeah but we're taking them down and uh we're going after their their audience <laughs> and <laughs> the way we're going to do that is that uh well i'll be i'll be sending out some tweets mentioning this program and their program at the same time
1: that's fantastic
0: yeah good okay and let's just wow. let's make it official okay. shall we
1: oh okay oh, oh we have but a sound just, intro bit? Well, yeah for the, okay i
0: mean you know i like to do that
2: you stuff. just it- I just
0: came up with this off the top of his head, too. You know, yes. This is
2: cool. Wait a minute. What? He's even testing the Isn't that the
0: same one as the breaking news? Yes, this is breaking news. <laughs> oh, okay. I challenged the host, the three hosts, a politically speaking podcast to come on this program.
1: Yeah. Wow, you've
0: thrown down the gauntlet. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Wow. I challenge them. I challenge Holy them. Holy cow. If at least one of them appear on this program... I will appear on their program. That's the biggest yes. challenge i ever since and, oh, Are you guys going? Are you guys going to be in on it? Yeah. Well, if we, all, if, I get, right. if I get all three of them, will will you appear on their program? Not just yeah, but heck yeah.
2: Yeah, Let's I want it. to. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I, I feel like we got something going on now. Oh, that's awesome. fantastic. So. Okay,
2: great. Well, Senator, will you fill us in on what's going on with you?
0: Yes. Um. Very very busy week as as. Um, thanks for asking. By the hey, way, no problem. Very busy week as uh, legislation started last week. We talked about the state of the state, so things got rolling. Um, I was able to go to a uh, Missouri PTA forum, hmm. and that was last week. And um,
2: tell us about it.
0: I would love to. Awesome. It, it was at uh, the uh, Bingham Middle School, and it was Missouri PTA the Independence Council there, and they talked about their uh, different issues that they have, and they had very prepared questions Mm -hmm. from what the state wanted. The state presidents are asking these questions. Mm -hmm. It was myself, Representative Anders, Representative Kidd, and and, and staff of Senator McCaskill, Senator Blunt, and Congressman Cleaver. And what was really great about it and made me proud to be Again, representing is there's a lot of my friends there mm-hmm. in the audience because my wife has, has been very active in PTA mm. and they're like, oh, you're, you're Nancy's husband, so we like you. That's good for you. you even though that. she has bad choices. <laughs> in, in men? Yeah. Sure. In men. So, so um, uh, it was good and we got to talk about some issues and, and everything else. So that was a good... Then uh, the next day I was able to go to the Independence Chamber Legislative Briefing mm. and uh, was there... Um, Got some questions, of course, about tax policy. Actually, a representative from uh, Missouri Chamber was there to uh, talk about uh, an idea that they're help pushing where we reform the tax code through a commission that um, is a great idea because it's my bill oh, uh, and uh, Senator (laughs) Dixon's bill, and we're pushing that. Uh, We got that passed out of committee this week. Good. um, I I had a couple adjustments to it in committee, but we got that passed, and uh, the idea is, like, I've, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Chris, that I don't think we do tax policy very wisely. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, no. Have you ever heard him Not, say not that? sounding familiar. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the one. And, and so, so we're going to establish a commission to look at um, this tax code that was established in 1968. Wow, that's a long, that's time. A long time ago. Things, things that were born then were are very old. Yes, and so, and so I was not alive. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to look. We at, were born that year. Oh, we're going to look <laughs> at those things, and and it's a very good bipartisan bill. And it's nice that the Missouri Chamber was there and saying good things that I sponsored that in Medicaid expansion, and I appreciate their their good words to my local chamber. Yeah, good. Um, I was able to participate in the up to date KCUR program. Uh huh. Last week with Senator Sylvie and Senator Krause. I listened
2: to that. It was really good. You liked it? Yeah, I really enjoyed the the whole program. I thought that the interview was great. Just because, too, that Senator Krause and Senator Sylvie don't, they don't agree. And I was surprised by that, you know, on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But um, it was interesting because... You were the only Senate Democrat that was on the program, right. and uh, you just blew them away. Well, like, thank you each time, you know, with your arguments and why it is that you believe and take the positions that you do. And so, I was really glad to have your voice on there. Well,
0: That's I appreciate awesome, that. Dude. Now, did you um, did you enjoy? So you enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah. Do you enjoy the horse and buggy too? Because <laughs> this uh, us guys, mm-hmm. we're, we're on the podcast, this yeah. terrestrial radio stuff. It's oh, yeah. a little outdated. It's a little Marconi, if you yeah, ask me. Right, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. Well, I still so, tuned in. Hey, Grandma. And you I'm a millennial, so. Yeah. You can listen to that. But thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Steve Kraske, who I guess used to work for Can't See Star, but doesn't anymore and does the show every day. He's very structured. I mean, a lot like us. Very structured. Sure. Very detailed. <laughs> oh, and very timed. <laughs> um, Just so like us. that's, I was glad to participate in that. Was glad to be asked. Uh, attended the Missouri National Education Association lecture breakfast that they have in this region. Oh, great! How'd that, was, that go? It was up at the Staley High School mm-hmm. in uh, North. Uh, it's North Kansas City School District. Um, a lot of teachers there. Um, they ask each uh, elected official, "What's one thing you would do um, if you could just do one thing for education this year?" And? Take a guess what I said. Mm. Uh, reform tax policy? Yes, that's right. What? That's right. Oh, my
1: gosh. Wow. Wow. Because you were totally just all, guessing, you know, too. I, yeah, I'm yeah. completely Nostradamus.
0: We, we talked about teacher teacher pay and teacher tenure, but it all goes down to dwindling resources for our schools. Absolutely. It's, it's really frustrating. Um, um, got a haircut. Uh, <laughs> and also had a good meeting with the Missouri Bar this week, good meeting with um independence area uh representatives so we can kind of talk and, and work together on some of that legislation by in a bipartisan effort i had a great conversation with um uh Representative mike Siripo. he's a really level-headed nice guy um and it was nice to to um yeah it was nice to uh to work with him he's he's a good good guy to work with um
2: complimentary of representative, uh, and also agrees with Schaff. I'm wow. just floored yeah. by this program today.
0: Was able to go to the Missouri Democratic Unreal. Birthday Party celebration 87th year. 187th year of the Missouri Democratic Party. Oh, fun. So that was a uh, kind of How a fun the event. There was no cake. Did you uh, play pin the tail on the donkey? <gasps> no, that was oh good too.
2: Get it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm making cupcakes next year, so okay. I'll put that down. Yeah,
0: yeah. there you go. Now look for, I look forward to the... Um, the chamber dinner on Saturday. I'm also able to go to the Missouri Ethnic, Ethnic Council. That has It's a new organization. You know about them? No. I do not. Um, Bill Rogers, who's just such a great asset to uh, this town. He certainly is, ha- yes. Uh, has been working with some folks. And so I'm, I'm going to go over there and then over to the, the chamber thing. That's great. you that invited me. Um, next week, uh, back down to Jefferson City. Um, and... There's silly things on my calendar. This, this I, I want to talk but. about
1: that Missouri Ethnic Council and see if our Human Relations Commission can't partner up with them.
0: Yes,
2: that's good. that good. Yeah. Good connection. I think that, that would be read. good.
0: So um, that's that's what I have going on, and I don't know if there's anything else that we need to cover. I kind of I feel like I went well. on, went, <laughs> I feel like I went on a
1: rant. It was a good a rant. Bit. It was a good rant. It was cathartic and it was, it was well cathartic. articulated and yeah. You covered a lot it of was, bases uh, full too. Full integrity. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I really I mean, I do not mean to cast dispersions at everybody, except but you in this did. particular thing I'm I'm criticizing and, and and I guess if someone hears this and says, "Boy, you beat me up pretty good." I'm going to have to say, "Yeah, I guess I did." Mm-hmm. Because that's just kind of how it is, you know? Right. Yeah. So, you know, Hopefully we can uh, learn a little bit about what we need to do. There we go. <laughs> oh, that signaled of the show. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully we learn a little bit about not fighting over silly things and mm-hmm. trying to keep the farce down and focus on what's good for the people. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
1: I think you got to keep your farce under control.
0: Yeah. Yep. Anything yeah. else to add? Courtney?
2: No, just it's a great show.
1: Chris, what do you have to add? You know what? I think this is one of our best ever.